What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm, here <with> the... <laughs> I'm here with uh friends from college, very special guest. Um, maybe my favorite band right now, definitely my favorite band from the area for sure. Uh, these guys are great kids, um, probably the best kids around, the best kids on earth. Introduce uh, yourselves. Who are you? What do you do? With Jerry at the beach, I'm Josh Russell. I'm Ethan Flynn. And we uh, we have a new single out called Mother Teresa and an album coming out on January 5th called Jaegerbomb. And uh, we make rock music. Yeah, we play rock. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, so you guys are kind of like, I don't know, like that classic rock and roll sound, huh? Mm-hmm. Big guitars. Yeah. Big vocals. <laughs> big vocals. That's right. A lot of slot, you know, a lot of good bass things. So um, Mother Teresa, I, you know, I, you know, I've been listening to you guys for a while. You were on that old cringy Instagram show I used to do for me, and thank you for being my guest. On oh, that. I wasn't cringy. That was fun. That was fun as fuck. No, I was. I'm cringe. My whole life is a cringe compilation. But thank uh, you. For uh, no, don't say it's it. an epic <laughs> win. Your whole life is an epic win. Dude, 360 no scope compilation. It's an epic fart compilation. It's an epic dude. fart compilation. <laughs> Your life's an epic fart compilation. It really is. No, nah, man. I I went to I went to confession and I was like. I'm sorry, Father. Forgive me for I posted cringe and uh, <laughs> fucking thing and grabbed my cock. And I don't know what I'm saying. It's the first three minutes of this. I'm sorry, guys. What can I say? I'm a Catholic kid. So Mother Teresa, uh -oh. I was listening to it. It's a fucking amazing song. You guys always put out great music. Um, what, what I what I was thinking during the whole thing though too is it sounds like you guys, but it sounds different, which is how bands evolve. So. Well, um, you know, what was the process of making this song as opposed to other work you guys have done? So um, this was the first song that I actually wrote, like, as something that's melodic. Like, like all of the stuff before was mostly Ethan just writing, like, melodic stuff and me basically just, like, polishing turds. No. And this was this was the first one where I wrote it, like, just on my guitar. This was a breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, this really. it was the first one. I wrote this uh, two summers ago. After um, I was I was high on uh, on um, what's it called wisdom tooth medication, <laughs> and <laughs> I was high on painkillers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was sitting on my floor and I, I was playing it on guitar and I was figuring out the melody. And then I came up with the lyrics and I was like, huh, like it's it's crazy how much better a song is when you come up with the melody and the lyrics first instead of just a bunch of random chords strung together. So there was that, and then the production was good. Like, Yeah, we, we, we tried to serve it the best we could and like really pay attention to like how it builds, you know, and just make it a, a self-contained song. Whereas other stuff we did like at the very beginning of Jerry at the Beach was a lot of like weird production choices that, you know, kind of masked the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's how you know that's how you evolve exactly what you guys just said you take things from the past and you're like okay well what can we make better and um the production on it was really really fucking good uh, everyone please go check it out mother Teresa. it's up on youtube did you guys take down your uh did you guys take down the music from spotify the old album yeah 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 we did because you know we have like three albums that are going to be coming out in the next year and i think that um <clears throat> they're more close to how we wanted things to sound the production quality is a lot better mm -hmm. we were just like yeah we don't really need that one up there right right I, I did like that though i like the old kind of wispy uh sounded like it was on an old vinyl record vibe 
Uh, you we'll might want to keep it on SoundCloud. We'll we'll probably put it on SoundCloud, like Bandcamp. Yeah, I, I think yeah, probably. Yeah, and that that'll probably fit that demographic. Probably maybe even more too. Uh, they don't really make. I mean, Spotify. It's a lot. A lot of the times, it's a. From my experience with it, it's a, it's a bit of a crapshoot. You're kind of spending money for you know to keep it in the store, and then you're you're not going to like really make that back. Um, whereas if someone really does want to listen to your music, they can always find that on Bandcamp, always find that on SoundCloud, and it's at no cost to us as musicians. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, so you just mentioned writing, uh, writing music while you were high on wisdom tooth medication. I thought you were going to say new drug. Yeah, like I was high on wisdom teeth, man, and I was like, holy shit, I need to try this. But I snorted um, my ground up wisdom teeth, <laughs> and I gained, I gained wisdom. I became a wise man. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I think there's a market for this for this thing we're creating, um, and I think we should do it. I think we should drop everything we're doing. I drop the podcast. You guys drop the music. And we it's just sell fun. crushed up wisdom teeth as a drug. That sounds good. And yeah. it's good too. People will buy it. They'll buy anything. Oh yeah. Kanye West sells he used to sell the plain white t-shirts and people would buy those. Shout out to Kanye West. Nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, who would buy that? Only an idiot, right? Only an idiot, not totally me in sophomore year if I had the money. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I do like his shoes though. I'm not gonna lie. Do you guys think Kanye's a genius? No. Uh, I think he was for a little yeah. bit. I, th I think he's really good at like, he's a good leader. Like he's good at getting a bunch of people together and helping like him achieve something. But I, I don't know if he has that anymore. He had that in like 2004, but now it's kind of just like, he's, he's like a Reddit guy. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's just kind of like, I'm going to go on Reddit and, and talk to Elon Musk and be cringy. <laughs> it's, I don't know. <laughs> he, I, I loved him in high school. Like I was obsessed with Kanye and then I got back into rock music and like rejected Kanye, almost like you reject like your parents' music when you like go into high school, you know what I mean? And then I, I revisited like his classic stuff a couple weeks ago and I was like, this is fucking amazing. But he completely lost the magic. Like his music is terrible now and it's almost not music. It's just like, uh, just a big waste of time. It's just a big waste of time and money for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's depressing seeing this like mentally ill guy like not get help and just like keep spiraling down in this mm -hmm. funnel of like his own uh narcissism. It's terrible. And then he it's he just it's keeps really getting depressing. worse and worse. He keeps getting creepier. And then and creepier. the people closest to him like clearly just uh exploit him, exploit him so that he can't yeah. like get he seems like he's probably a nice guy, but even the people close to him that are like enabling this. It's also, I think there's a culture of enablement around it too, where yeah. it is kind of the crazier he gets, the more people are calling him a genius. And I actually think it's definitely the reverse. I mean, um, his music has lost a lot of its magic. You know, you look at uh, Graduation Day or uh, College Dropout, People yeah. Dark Twisted Fantasy, those albums are so complete. And then I, you know, I, you know, it's hit or miss with him too, right? So like Kids See Ghost was a fucking classic, really good album. Yeah. yeah. The one he just released where it was all gospel. I'm sorry. I didn't I thought it was a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah, it's it's pretty shoddy. Yeah. Good songs on it, but it's yeah. It's yeah. Not, yeah. And I look, I don't I'm not Kanye, I'm not trying to talk shit, but I don't think he's gonna hear this ever because this is just gonna be, you know, seen by our friends. So that's lit, right? Yeah. No, well Kanye 
he called me the other day and he was like, listen, don't go on Glenn's podcast. Don't go on Glenn's podcast. He's going to talk shit. <laughs> go on Joe yeah. Rogan instead. Yeah, that's the goal, right? Uh, my friend Nick, who's on here a couple of times, he's like, it's all practice for Joe Rogan. I think he can do it. He's trying to visit every county in the U.S. And uh, if he does it, I don't know. Every we'll county? Every county in the United States. And he's been to like 500. Your friend's doing that? Yeah, yeah. And he does that's it. Awesome. Has he gone to any of the ones in Texas? <laughs> no, I have. I've been to a few in Texas. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot. <laughs> Texas is a, Texas is a weird, oh yeah, there's a fuck ton. I think there's like, there's like, over 50 right it's a really close huge like like when you feel like i was when i was watching like the election results like it's it's enormous texas is bigger than space it's so big (laughs) you know uh we've actually explored um uh more of the moon than we have texas no uh, (laughs) don't lie to me like that glenn what the fuck glenn what the fuck we explored more of the abyss than we have texas the ocean's abyss we explored more of that so, I mean, which just makes sense. There's a lot of creatures in Texas just walking around the mall. Um, we don't know what they all <laughs> Yo, I went to Texas. I was, because my family, my, my uh, step family's from down there. And I was, I was getting so pissed. Um, people weren't wearing masks in the mall. Everyone was crushed in like sardines. That's why they're all dying over there. I, I got so pissed. I was walking around like. <laughs> I'm from fucking giant, New York. <laughs> Yeah. And this giant guy goes, easy, big fella. And I was really embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> what's a cringe moment from you guys recently what's the what's something you guys did cringe recently huh oh boy cringe Whew. i mean <laughs> 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 well i can't think of a moment but i think about you should have caught me while i was in the shower glenn when i'm in the shower i just think about like cringy shit and then i try to like shout it out of my mind <laughs> 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 Yeah, because it's like you're not doing anything. You're mowing the lawn. You're in the shower. Like any anything where you're not talking and you're, and you're just yeah, you're just thinking is like now I'm gonna think about all the times when I was 14. Mm. No. <laughs> oh God. What about you, Ethan? Anything? Um. All right. When I was six, well past. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is not recent. I mean, I'm eight now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I was six. I was camping with my family, and I had been shitting and pissing in a toilet for years. Like I knew, I knew what to do. But for some reason, it was the nighttime, and I guess I was a little out of sorts because we were camping in a tent in Pennsylvania, and I was like, maybe a little scared. I don't know. So I shit my pants in my sleep, and then everybody wakes up and they're like, "What the fuck is that? It smells." <laughs> terrible in here and my dad's like ethan i think you shit yourself and i was like no i didn't i didn't shit myself it's crazy i, I know that, what to do it's crazy that you did that when you were 17 seven well all right i lied i was 17 and it was the senior year trip to disneyland and we were in the hotel room and me and my friend evan were sleeping in the same bed and i shit my pants um, right. but, and then so i get cleaned up and then the next night i piss my pants so, uh, hey, dude! Look, man, we all do it. I, uh, I, I used to get so scared to like. I was a scaredy cat. I was so scared to go to the bathroom when I was home alone. I was just like, "Fuck it!" I pissed on my carpet. Hell yeah! Nice. 
Yeah, my dad's friend was like, you can't fucking piss on your own carpet. <laughs> and then he drank it. And then he did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, where'd you do it? Like, Let me smell it. Fuck? He was sucking on, on the fur of the carpet like a, like a style of drugs. Like a Roomba. <laughs> yeah. That's my... Yeah. He was my dad's Roomba friend. <laughs> yeah, he liked to pick up things on the carpet with his tongue. Yeah, he picked up a couple of things from Just a uh... couple of things. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to Glenn's carpet. Y'all need anything? <laughs> yeah, you can say I'm thirsty. <laughs> he just sounds like a, he has like a fucking, um, like a little moist towelette he's like sucking it up with and putting it into a mason yeah. jar. You can't fucking do this on your floor. You can't Sorry. fucking piss on your carpet. <laughs> you can't. I'm going to save this for later. <laughs> but not because I'm... Because um, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it. Because I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> I don't drink piss to get fucked up. I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I do... I do uh, store shit in a bucket and close it off for a week straight and then huff the fumes to get to get fucked up though jank them dude jank them at the beach i do want we, to do jank we did say that our craziest album we would say our name is jank them at the beach <laughs> i like it jank them at the poop pit drink them at the poop pit. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys ever been caught masturbating no, no, I actually haven't. Really? Have I feel like I caught a good amount. There's Eight. no story. It just happened that way. Really? Who was it? Tell us the story. And <laughs> we're going to you. Yeah. One time I was, uh, I was like on my couch and like, you know, you know, when you're on the bottom floor of a house and, uh, you know, the stairs outside, the stoops, like kind of next to the window down there. So you can see through the window. Mm-hmm. yeah i was jacking off under a blanket my dad saw him and he's like quit jacking off under the blankets <laughs> oh tell tell the spider bite story that story is oh, my, my friend derek <laughs> my friend derek from grade school um would always just walk up to people and put he had we would always just wear basketball shorts and he'd put his hand in his pocket and just reach around and look like he was like jacking off under his pants and you just go i got a spider bite on my leg and then this one like really cringy kid you just didn't really get jokes Derek did that to him and he was like I got a spider bite on my leg and then this other kid was just like why do you have a spider bite in your leg <laughs> like that's the response why why do you have a spider bite in your leg take apart yeah take off the masturbating thing right let's say he actually did have a spider bite it, on his leg nah, yeah, where yeah. does the where does the question why lead you to <laughs> why, why do you have a spider bite why in your leg? what happened like does a spider have a motive were you like <laughs> and it clearly looks like he's masturbating i just love how many layers there are to the why do you have a, how do you have a spider bite what is the spider bite you know there's a lot of layers there what kind of spider bite yeah, yeah what kind uh, one time i was just rubbing my dick in my living room my mom caught me so damn <laughs> i my roommate in college was so <laughs> he was such a refined man yeah <laughs> great friend but he was so like put together that I really made sure that he never walked in because he was just too like. It's like no, like he. Can't, you wouldn't he want can't. that. You wouldn't want him to catch you being. Uh, what's the word? Uh, vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. And he was such a he was such, like a turtle on its back. Like a turtle know? on its back. That is the that's a great <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> I, I actually have a great story to pivot off of that. Hmm. My um. My first semester at Willie P, which we all where we all met, William yeah. Patterson, 
University. Shout out Pioneers. Uh, <laughs> fun school. And uh, so my freshman year, I had a roommate because I lived at school and he was so quiet. And it was just, the only things he would, the only time he would make noise is if he was laughing at uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County or if he was smacking his lips and jaw and jowls eating Chinese food, like <laughs> while he's watching, laughing and watching Real Housewives. That's awesome. Otherwise, you made no sounds. So I, I wake up in the one morning, um, just in my bed, and I look over, and he is rubbing his dick underneath his uh, blanket like this. You know what I mean? And with his yeah, headphones yeah. in. What? Classic move. Classic move. Doing the whole face. You know the you know the face, fellas. Like the. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like trying to move around. <laughs> yeah now ethan's gonna turn yeah, off. yeah. yeah i want to watch you do the face so i can i can gratify i completely myself. missed whatever we had a phone coming in i'm a jackass no what, you're good you're good what were you anyway, saying sorry i made a bunch of noise like moving i didn't want to stop him because that's like way more comfortable turtle on the back i mean mm-hmm. that's like turtle soup while he's still alive so i'm moving around and to see if he would stop and he didn't so i just went back to sleep and let him finish and he didn't know that i know holy shit Damn. yeah but hey look man what was his name and address? Yeah. <laughs> Social security number. Yeah, let's find out who this guy was. Yeah, honestly, let's just say his name on let's just say his name on the podcast now. Um, oh. <laughs> um just so everyone knows who he is. Go to his house, steal his identity. Uh maybe you can catch him jacking off again. Uh he'll be at the comedy seller, you can catch him jacking off. <laughs> or just plug in where he's gonna be jacking off. Oh yo. Did you uh, have an astronaut on your podcast? Did you ask him about this same question? Did I have an astronaut on my podcast? Didn't you have like a, I feel like I remember seeing you had like an ex-astronaut on your podcast or something. No? No, I wish. That'd be sick. (laughs) Who am I thinking of? I'm literally (laughs) thinking of Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking of another Joe Rogan episode. Yeah, you're like, didn't you have this really like cool guy that Glenn, you definitely would not be able to get normally, like an extra astronaut, but no. Yes. You do. You do. Like, I, I try, yeah. I got, I got like Mark Schultz and Chris White from the Zombies. Like that was huge for me. That's huge, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't ever do this like to. I mean, I do want it to get big, but if it never does, I kind of just like having fun, like we're doing right now, and yeah. talking to people and showing, like, showing my uh, friends like that you guys exist, so they go to your music and just, you know, just have good talks. That's what I care about, really. It's just, awesome. Yeah, we really appreciate you having us on. Yeah, like, this is great. Oh, dude, you guys know I love you guys like a lot, and like I love, love you too, Glenn. Thank you guys, Ethan. I gotta ask about the hair. You've been growing it out, man. It's long. I uh, I just keep putting it off. It's like, do I get a haircut today, or do I? It looks good. Do something else. All yeah. our friends are like, it looks good. Just keep it going, you know. Except for my yeah, mom. I like it. Yeah, your mom also with me. Like anytime I go over your house and my hair is really long, she's mm-hmm. like, it looks looks a little long. It's getting a little long. But, I like how you answered like the one uh, family guy news correspondent. We're like, now we go to this guy with the weather. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> All right, guys. Favorite family guy episode. Hit me with it. Eats piss and pee. The one where Peter eats piss and pee. The one where Peter eats piss and pee. No, uh, I don't know. And <laughs> probably the one where I eat piss and pee. Uh, my favorite family. I'm actually trying to legitimately think. I, Brian, I did used to really like Family Guy as, as a kid. That was a good impression, Josh. Oh, thanks, man. 
That's all I, that's all I got. I could do. I think I could do a solid Joe. Uh, hey, Peter, come over and suck my balls, Peter. <laughs> Damn, yeah. no, dude. I feel like Patrick Warburton was right here. Do you want to hear my? You want to hear my Peter Griffin impression? Let's hear I really do. Yeah, very badly. My wife. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, Family Guy. Yeah, dude. my wife. Yeah, you ever hear that? Very nice. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, um, I, you know, Peter Griffin just had that show on HBO. Who's an Amer? Who's who is an American and got in a lot of trouble for it? Yeah, and yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen has a family in Rhode Island, and his dog talks. The dog talks. And his the dog atheist dog. Is an Democrat dog. Dude, do that Brian Griffin impression. <laughs> do it. Do that Brian Griffin impression one more time. <laughs> I, I am Brian Griffin. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm Brian Griffin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's like, I love the character of um guy who's really impressed by his friend's Brian Griffin impression that he asks him to do it in front of other people. <laughs> yo, 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 you guys got to see this. Do it. Do it. Do it to Brian Griffin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, isn't that so good? <laughs> yeah, man. the guy who clearly needs to uh drink more guys jaeger bombs yeah what about them most delicious oh no i've never had one time. what's up Mom, we're gonna come to your house and we're gonna bring jaeger and red bull and we're gonna we're gonna you guys have an open i hate when people say that if you guys want to come up like we already talked about this if you guys want to come up here it's cold but i do a hike every week you guys are invited we should do it. We actually yeah. would really like to do that. I need some time off from, from yeah. just a lot of different projects I've been doing. And like, I'm, I'm totally down. That I, sounds I, good. I need like a week off. You're well, West. My friend, Nick, uh, my friend Nick is the one who I go on hikes with every week. He wants to meet new people. I'm sure he would like you guys. So I will invite hey, you Nick. Yeah. You think you got a friend, Nick? He's, he's cool too. Let's have a Nick off. <laughs> that's, that's Nick. Dude, my Nick is totally out Nick. You're Nick. <laughs> Dude, my Nick raps. <laughs> Nick, he smokes weed. He does. He does rap. And he's uh, my Nick is five six, but he's yeah. Well, my Nick's uh, <laughs> my Nick's eight foot. My Nick's sixty nine. My Nick's sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, fellas, Come Town podcast. Tell us about it. You guys did Come Town. You guys were on Come Town. Come Town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish that would be uh, fun. I do, I do like hometown a lot. That would be great. I know I asked you guys this on the last show we did, but this is more evergreen, and I do want to talk about this again. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have a lot of comedy in your music, but it's it's very subtle, which is something I really like. Um, you guys are really funny guys in real life. That's why I wanted to be friends with you. I would always sit behind you in class, and you would make really funny and list outlandish comments for everyone here, but you pretended <laughs> like they were quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody, and we would say really bizarre shit. Really weird Al shit. Cohen. Do you think Al Cohen could hear us? Do you think the teacher could hear us? Or do you? Th- no, he definitely could, but he just would keep pushing through. Well, and he yeah. saw the Jack Black presentation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot what happened in that present. What happened in that presentation? I just remember it being <laughs> really wild. Basically, like we we had like a college presentation, and we knew we would get an A either way. Yeah. It's just horrible. And yeah. uh, we made a whole presentation about like if we were Jack Black's uh, manager, but like if he had like a music career. And his name, his stage name was Peepaw McStuffins. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was, it was really fucking bad. stupid. It was really stupid. Uh, one of my favorite things ever was um, we were talking about the Rolling Stones and. Al Cohen was like talking about the song Brown Sugar, and he's like, I love brown sugar. And he <laughs> goes, just black people. 
I mean, he opened the class with some pretty racy stuff. Like, just he really yeah. didn't read the room at <laughs> Dude, all. Dude, <laughs> because we went to William Patterson, so like we had black kids, Spanish kids, every like a- Asian, stuff. almost everyone was represented, and he would say like he would say some crazy things to the black student students. It was, it, it yeah, bad. it was bad. He said like. I guess he didn't realize. He didn't realize. He's a good guy. Al Cohen is a good guy. We're not disparaging him. But also, like, he should have, uh, I don't know. He, just he, been with the times a little bit more. Yeah, you know? a just little bit. He shouldn't have asked one of the students if they listened to the Beatles just by looking at them. You listen to the Beatles? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> listens to the Beatles. Yeah. Who has not? Yeah. Um, and then uh, the way he would say M. Night Shyamalan, you guys would always say M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. It's like not even cl- like it's Shyamalan. Like it's there's not an hard. A, there's an A in there. Yeah, Sham. It's, it's not Shyamalan. <laughs> she would say like Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, Shyamalan. Like he's Irish. <laughs> oh, M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, I love I love M. Night Shyamalan. My favorite movie is The Happening. <laughs> all the happening it happened i love when mark Wahlberg almost kills himself boy the sixth sense <laughs> oh, I, I, I see drunk dead. people I, I see drunk people um, that was yeah i was just that was a lot of good times man holy shit i just fucking i have another headache again i woke up uh from a nap earlier and i, sh- I for some reason I, i've been waking up really in a fever and like shaking my head I had a dream that someone was trying to hit me with their car and I just woke up and was like, but next to my girlfriend, I just screamed before I woke up. I was like, fucking sociopath. And she's like, why are you screaming? Whoa, that's crazy. Holy shit. <laughs> have nice errors. Do you guys ever get those? Yeah, I, yeah. Get, I get them sometimes. I, um, apparently I talk in my sleep like a little bit, like, and one time, uh, th- my girlfriend slept over like my dorm, like, la- like two years ago and, uh, me and my roommate, were sleeping and she said that we were both having a conversation in our sleep like in real life like we were both talking and in our dreams like like i dreamt about talking to him and he said he dreamt about talking to me and then in our sleep we were both talking like in real life it's so weird whoa yeah that's fucking trippy bro that's a fuck that's a fucking crazy kind of high but no, I don't. I don't scream like spiders every night. <laughs> I, don't, I don't scream. I'm covered in spiders. There's sweat. There's like yeah, like like your your girlfriend's like, what's wrong, honey? And you're like, the spiders again. The spiders again. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what the fuck was I gonna ask you guys? God damn it! I I feel like every time I talk to you guys outside of the podcast it's fine but when i have you on i'm such a horrible host and i can't ask the right oh, you're doing a great job this is this is, this is super loose this is casual fun casual it's glenn time it's glenn i'd, I'd much rather this <laughs> than you're just like so you, you <laughs> answer me so answer me, <laughs> answer me. <laughs> so answer me <laughs> did you guys ever do a crossover uh episode with r kelly with R. Kelly, yeah, I, 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 I would know. stay away from that yeah. guy. Mostly because I'd be afraid that he would pee on me. Yeah, that would be <laughs> primarily. He's got a lot of shit about him peeing. He has a lot of pee. I mean, I <laughs> he just he drinks a lot of water, and he's like, it's time like, for me. You think about it. I think R. Kelly might have been my dad's friend, telling me not to pee in my room. Wait, you can't oh, pee yeah. in your room. You got to pee on bring people. Bring it full circle. <laughs> it didn't well because it was the guy who would pick up all the pee. You know, I was trying to bring it back to an old joke. It didn't. It didn't really. Didn't no, really. No, 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 we both got. We both got. That it, was a solid callback. 
Yeah, I was. It was annoying. So, guys, oh, I forgot to bring this up. So, comics. What kind of comedians are you liking right now? Any new guys coming up? I've been getting back into comedy a lot with like I really like Chris Stefano and Giannis Papas, and uh, I used to like the Opie and Anthony guys a lot. So, what kind of comedy guys are you right now? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I I guess I just don't check out that much comedy. I mean, I I do. I like I listen to Come Town. Um, I, li- I think Nick Mullen's I hilarious. Like, um, I like John Mulaney a lot, even though he's kind of more commercial. And I just saw that he he's like going to rehab for coke and stuff. So it's like- I'm going to rehab for coke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like nice, dude. Like you know, I wish that he would just keep going. I think that would be more interesting. But you know, if he wants to get better, that's fine. That's good. That's good for him. <laughs> um. You know, I, I like Bill Burr a lot. I do like Louie, but he's problematic. So, you know. Um, but... Hey, look, let's be honest here. Yes, did he do some shitty things? But is he one of the greatest comedians of all time? He's so funny. He's, he's, incredibly like, funny. he's incredibly funny. And Louie is a, a hilarious show. Oh, my God. It's one of the best shows ever. I, I really do think that. And his newest special is really funny. It's very funny. The one that... I heard that. He brings up I... what he did. I didn't see it, though. I have it I have it downloaded on my computer. I'll, I'll just send it to you. I have it. Ooh! Yeah, I'll, I'll send you I like a pirates. Are we? Yeah. Are we pirating? Yeah. <laughs> I like Norm Macdonald a lot. Norm's great. He's hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I love Norm Macdonald. His fucking. Uh, yeah. Anyone listening right now? Go oh, look. Yes, I like Joey Diaz. Mm-hmm. He's he's fucking funny. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. a lot of the guys Rogan has on, I really like too. Like I really like Burt Kreischer now. Oh, uh, he's great. Yeah. Ari Schaefer's funny. Mm-hmm. You say Ari Schaefer? Yeah. Yeah, Ari Schaefer is great. Uh. You know, like, you know, a lot of classic guys, too. You know, Jim Norton. What are you guys drinking? Guinness. Yingling. What other – you guys just drink? Do you guys do anything else? Yeah, we write songs. Well, <laughs> uh, well no, like, I, I, we don't do anything else besides – no other drugs besides – Oh, drink. oh, well, no, yeah, no, we just drink. That's not what – oh, Dan, that sounded really rude. Like, what are you guys, just drink or whatever? That's all you do? <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. Um yeah i don't know yeah i only like drink yeah we don't we don't smoke weed or do guys ever dabble yes yeah yeah like when i was like in high school but i like drinking a lot it it, (laughs) i it gets me there and other shit kind of just makes me nervous you know yeah like it is what it is yeah i i yeah me too it's just if i have too much i just i've learned i learned a really like important lesson too in like taking stuff especially even drinking too you can use this Mm -hmm. uh from Duncan Trussell, you can always take more, you can never take less. And uh, I've been applying that and I, I've tried some stuff and I, I, it's, it's worked out a lot for me. What's your drink of choice, fellas? What do you go to a bar? You're like, hey, barkeep, hand me a blank, fill it in. What's up, fellas? Like five shots of Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or like a core, just like a Coors, like just to start off. Nice. Yeah, it's a good drink. Mm-hmm. I like Guinness a lot. I like whiskey. Yeah, Smithix is good. Smithix is delicious. Um, Ying is great. I like gin. I like gin too. I love wine. I like everything besides rum, really. Yeah. Rum's too sweet for me. <clears throat> I thought I didn't like tequila, and then I tried some the other day that was really good. Tequila's nice. Uh, a lot of drinks people, yeah, a lot of people are like, hey, this is really strong. And then you drink it, and it's like, well, I only had a little bit. It's like not, it, it tastes pretty good, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I like red wine a lot. Uh, uh yeah, like a nice red wine. You know, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a freaking sauce monkey, so I like a little red wine with my uh, my pasta fagioli or whatever. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah and uh, a little bit. 
Mm. Yeah, man. And I, I take Prozac and that's pretty, that's pretty chill. I have to take that. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Myself, probably. That so. make, like with, with Prozac, do you can, like, can you not take like drink as much alcohol with that? Or is it not restrictive at all? I should <laughs> ask. I don't really drink a lot. So I never really, it never really like comes into um, contention with my life. Cause I'll either take my Prozac in the morning and drink later. Or if I drink later, I'll just, you know, take the Prozac later. You know, like I never really. It'll wear off before you. Exactly. Exactly. So I usually, I, I'm usually not taking them together. I don't think you, sh- I'm guessing you probably shouldn't take them together. I'm not a doctor, but yeah, I just, I would just say be careful and uh, yeah, I mean, take your meds if you have to, don't, if you don't, you know, they're very, it's very, you're playing with your, uh, your hormones and shit, man. It's wild. How are you guys feeling? How are you guys feeling as your mental health? Uh, it's up and down. I mean, like I definitely am a sad person, but I, I feel a lot of happiness a lot of the time, you know, I, I love our music and that's what, that's what gives me a lot of joy, you know, yeah. you gotta have something, you gotta have a creative outlet if you're a creative person that you think is worthwhile <clears throat> and that can kind of like keep all the really bad shit at bay. I feel like, hmm you know yeah absolutely josh how you been <laughs> i'm good uh yeah i just stay motivated i try not to think about that stuff too hard because if it does it makes me like really depressed mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> i kind of just um put in work all day and then don't think about it and then go to sleep and then wake up and then hang out with ethan <laughs> and, we yeah, more yeah, stuff. and we do more stuff <laughs> and just don't worry about it <laughs> I feel like you guys are kind of like unhealthy. <laughs> what? I feel like you guys are kind of like brothers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. We're like we're like one brain. Yeah, kind of. It's it, it's crazy. That's nice. I love that. Yeah, it's good to have like friends that are. Uh, it's good to have whoever it is. Like sometimes it's one person, sometimes the other. But in a lot of ancient sam, like a lot of ancient samurai would use two swords, and they would always have a companion sword. So I think it's good to have like a companion sword to help you know, like fight off all the stresses that'll come around you. And it's good. It's good to see you guys have each other and has, has working with each other, like helped you a lot and being creative, as Ethan said, alleviate a lot of the stresses that most people would have during the pandemic, being isolated, being not being able to want to be creative. Yeah. Cause like we, we quarantined together for like a while at the beginning, like, I mean, there, there were like three weeks where we didn't. And then we were like, let's just record in my attic. And then Ethan stayed at my house for like a month yeah and uh that made things a lot easier at the beginning and then after that we were both writing for the next album so that was fun and then we recorded that at my house when my parents were like camping so like us having each other has definitely made things more interesting definitely and and, like we can talk to each other about stuff which is nice you know and just like having just having another person makes everything so much less overwhelming because just taking on like i'm gonna do music alone is so crazy double the hours having another person just like we can both work on things separately and then come together and get a lot done like it just makes it it takes the load off of each other's shoulders so much yeah you know right and and in a very like literal and metaphorical sense which is which is you know kind of like the perfect thing I i was listening to eric andre um on I think Burke, uh, Burke, oh no, it was on the bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder, mm-hmm. and he was saying, uh, he 
when he, he was originally a musician and he really liked being a musician because musicians are friendly. You have to be friendly to be a musician because you have to work with other people. Obviously, yeah. we know musicians who are dicks, but like... Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people in the music scene are like real nice. You go to shows, people are legitimately nice and supportive or they at least try to be or come off that way. And right. um, He was saying how like in comedy, it was rough for him in the beginning because people were really mean and sad and it's very like lonely sport. Um, yeah, have you guys kept in contact with any other acts or musicians, uh, you know, to, or, you know, checked in on anyone else in the music scene during this time? Yeah, oh, yeah. There's Melissa. Yeah, Melissa Cherie is a good, <clears throat> a good friend of ours, and she's, like, about to release, like, her, like, big, like, new single. So we're excited for that. Our friend Kyle. Kyle always puts out his stuff. stage name. Oh, hell yeah. Blush Baby. Blush. Blush Jibby. is awesome. Jibby's cool. Uh, Crash Away. Big Ears Glenn. Big Ears. Are you putting out any more music? I've been thinking about it. I got to get a job first to save some money to do that, but I think I will eventually. That's cool. You know, we really did love the EP, like legitimately. It was very good. Yeah, it's still out there. If anyone wants to listen to it, American awesome. Soundtrack, really fucking catchy. Who else is good right now? Um, we don't know a whole lot of people, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, we know like a lot of jazz people, and that's kind of like a different scene. Yeah, you know what I mean. <clears throat> what's um so you guys have you been able to do any outside shows or have you done any any well, how's that been it was good uh i did a couple shows at the grape room just solo acoustic mm -hmm. and um i have them recorded we'll probably release them with a bunch of other live performances later um just compiled together into like a live album <clears throat> and then uh we played at the flying w which is a uh, a local airport <laughs> down here and that was me and ethan together which was really fun yeah we played we played at dingbats that one night yeah no one was there no, that was it was <laughs> halloween it was like such limited capacity for like an indoor show there were like seven oh, people yeah. there but, but it was still fun you have those shows sometimes you know those are those are bad those are great experiences even though they suck you know it's it's like it was teaching, fun. yeah it's just kidding. rehearsal at that point yeah i was it's going like hard. fuck it we're practicing i was like you know? screaming yeah it was awesome it was fun he sounded cool it's like college football, you know, you can do more stuff, you can take a few more risks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it teaches you that, like, it teaches you to go just as hard in front of, like, three people as you would in front of, like, 300. And they basically feel the same, you know, like, I've never performed in front of 300 people, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you have to play like it's, like, you're on SNL. <clears throat> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you guys uh, reading any books or anything right now? I'm reading The Idiot right now. I'm still, like, early in the book i just started it but it What's is that about uh it's about like this russian prince who like comes back home he has epilepsy and then it's like <clears throat> there's it's it's really long so like there's a lot of other characters that come into play that that's all i know about it so far i'm on like chapter three but um that's dostoevsky and it's it's really really good um the the way that it's translated is cool because it's uh was translated in like the 20s i think and the english is actually really really understandable it's it's mm. more coherent to me than like if you tried reading charles dickens mm. his, oh, that's cool. his writing is like really dry like charles dickens or or uh um i mean shakespeare's hard to read and then you have like I don't know. Well, James you know. Joyce is impossible. Yeah, James Joyce is well. He's like cryptic. It's yeah. like you're, you're you feel like you're trying to crack a code, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. But but that that book's really cool. I've been reading a lot of Ray Carver. He's a uh, 
short story writer from like the the 70s and 80s 60s 70s and 80s he's one one of the greatest like american short story writers um he's this one story gazebo that i really really like but uh yeah i'm a i always slip in and out of reading like i'll go through like a month where i'm like i can't stop reading and then i'll go through three months where i don't pick up a book again you know like it's yeah. it's so inconsistent for me yeah, it's just a, you know, it's a hobby like everything else. Some people are into it. Some people like, you know, pick up a book once in a while. And then, yeah, it's just the thing. Uh, the reason I brought it up is I think Josh, uh, I think he posted something on your Instagram story about reading Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, I was, I was reading Fear and Loathing over the summer. I read that as well. And, and uh, he's pretty crazy. I've never read any Hunter S. Thompson, but my friends have. They know he's like crazy. Uh, so that leads me to my next question. Like, what? What are some of your biggest musical influences outside of music? Things that are not music, but they're different medias, mediums that influence what you do. Uh, William Faulkner. Mm. For, for me, it's William Faulkner. He's, I don't know he's, who that is, actually. He's like one of the greatest American writers ever. He wrote uh, As I Lay Dying. Okay. I need to read him. It's, it's great. And it's, um, it's a really good lesson in, in uh, <clears throat> like different forced perspectives on, on different characters and like uh somehow connecting like what each character is feeling as like a collective whole it's it's cool and then um his visual sense is awesome like he's this one line in as i lay dying where he's talking about like buzzards flying over like this corpse but the way that he describes it he doesn't even say like like the word buzzard or whatever but somehow you understand that it, mm. that's what he's talking about but he, it's really vague so it's like abstract art it's it's so cool and and he was writing in the 20s so it's uh like really ad advanced for <laughs> for like american writing at the time um also hemingway's great because he's really blunt um i like shakespeare but i haven't read a lot of shakespeare but i think the the pageantry of it is cool um fucking like like painters like like monet like manet cool but what about you i like uh uh jack kerouac i'm obsessed i like reread his books all the time especially on the road and big sur just because i like how he like sensationalizes like everything like everything's every exciting moment is brought to the most intense every like depressing moment is just brought to like pure despair it's like really cool how he brings everything to the extreme and he, he's just so fast-paced. It's cool. Um, Anthony Bourdain, we love his writing and his show. Like, we love like what he stood for. Just like, yeah, opening your yourself <clears throat> up to everything and anything. And his writing was good. His writing was so good. Kitchen Confidential is amazing. And all his narrations are great. Like on his show, yeah. like every narration he does is really well written. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Harmony Corinne, I love his directing like his movies because they're so fucking dirty and just weird you know yeah who's was the like, guy who, for me sorry no go ahead i was thinking uh when you said the dirty director who's the guy who directed uh pink flamingo and fucking john waters we watched that that movie's awesome we watched that over quarantine that's one of the best movies ever made it was so good you know at the end of that like the the lady eats like dog shit literally she literally like like there, there's a dog that poops like on the in the in the frame 
so you know it's real yeah and then she eats it it's wild and that was unplanned like she was just yeah that was that that was her uh i think he said it in an interview like, i was like i don't need you to do this <laughs> <laughs> but there's a scene oh man the bird is the word scene holy shit holy don't shit. don't say what it is just look just... up plink flamingos uh bird is the word <laughs> plink flamingos plink flamingos it's so crazy that that's the same guy who directed and wrote hairspray like all like yeah. like um you can't stop the beat and then like 30 years before that he's filming movies with uh that woman eating dog shit it's crazy to me have you seen pink flamingos i haven't i've seen parts of it and i just i never like i don't think i've ever had the like the access to it i don't like i and i've never wanted to buy it but like it seems awesome and interesting yeah, I mean, I feel like you would love it because it's so. It's it's so fucking it, hard. It's so extreme. Yeah, like it, it, it is a lot of like crazy movies that people talk about. You watch it and you're like, oh, that that wasn't that crazy. Pink Flamingos, literally, you watch it and you're like, that was fucking ridiculous. Like somebody, somebody told me to watch The Machinist the other day because mm-hmm. like, Christian Bale is so emaciated in the movie, and it's like that is true. Yeah, but nothing else about the movie is that wild, and it's really just kind of like Memento, but it came out like a little bit after or yeah. a little bit before. I don't, I don't really know anything about movies. I'm an idiot. We don't really watch that <laughs> that much movies or or TV. We watched Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance the other night, oh, yeah. which is a movie from Korea. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but no. cinematography was fucking crazy. That was in a it. cool movie. Our friend Evan loves movies, and whenever we hang out, he shows us a movie that is always really well filmed. The story's like original, and uh, it has like a cult following. Like he showed us True Stories, which is the um, Talking Heads movie um, oh, with awesome. David Byrne, and that has like John Goodman in it, and it takes place in Texas. And the cinematography is like, it's just like this flat. It's proto Wes Anderson. Yeah, it's it's really really cool. Um, he showed me you only lived twice the other night, like the James Bond film. That was mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah, Memento is great. Um, I love Proto Wes Anderson. That's another band name. That's the album title, Plank Flamingus. Plank Flamingus. Flamingus. <laughs> that, we laid it out. That'll be our tenth album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like later on when you get like way more experimental. People are like, all right, all right. Um, yeah, those fucking Korean movies are crazy, really good. Like, I think Train the Busan is like a Korean movie. Um, Snowpiercer is a Korean movie, Old Boy, and yeah, and like fucking movies are sick, guys. Where can people? <laughs> where... I'm doing a really bad segue. I was gonna say, where can people find you? Please plug as much as you want, plug everything you can, take as much time as you need. Stream on, okay, so we have a just to say it again, we have a single on Spotify and everywhere called Mother Teresa that's already out. You can go and stream it right now, Mother Teresa. And then we're going to have an album out on January 5th called Jaegerbomb, um, which will be out on every streaming service. But stream it on Spotify if you have Spotify, because yeah. it's, it, you know, it's, it's nice to, I use Spotify, Ethan uses Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's nice to share stuff with that. Um, we're going to have another album called Vincent town. That's going to be out in like the spring, maybe early summer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mixing it right now. Um, so whenever that's done and, uh, we're going to have some music videos that come out and, uh, what, what else? Social media, yeah, uh, Instagram. Fo- we're just Jerry at the beach. Twitter. We're just Jerry. At the Twitter. Beach. We're Jerry at the beach. Uh, 
that's really our main too you know and we post a lot on everything like instagram basically every day twitter basically every day mm-hmm. oh yeah just letting everyone know the tw- these guys have the funniest twitters i've ever read in my life i love their twitters so please yeah go follow jerry at the beach twitter oh yeah my my twitter's uh called at mr fart shit my username is fart yeah yeah follow me i talk about farting and shitting mm-hmm. and, and others other and, and some other stuff too <laughs> and some other and then the jerry account is mostly about that stuff as well yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah sometimes i'll slip in I'll, I'll 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 start tweeting on that account and i'll i'll say some really fucking horrible things just, just gross <laughs> some horrible shit. things that no one should ever read our twitter like our instagram is is uh that's like this is our image like listen to our music you know we're more professional and but then, it's also and then the, of... the twitter the, and then the twitter is is uh we're business in the front party in the back <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yeah but yeah the twitter is great it like inspired a lot of tweets i was making a few months ago during quarantine because you and kyle you guys and kyle and the jerry page would all post the same kind of like crazy tweets so yeah, yeah like i was just... that in a big like circle yeah i would literally just tweet stuff because i know you guys would like it i'd be like hey, yeah rolling around covered in my own cum in front of god or something stupid like yeah. that. you need you need that that assurance from your boys you know like you yeah know. absolutely yeah like I, I always say this if you can't kiss your homies they're not really your homies yeah uh, make sure everyone go click the links down below and guys thank you for being amazing guests as always i love you guys before you go ask all my guests this please uh both of you suggest a book or quote that you really love uh, uh it's been a long time since I rock and rolled. <laughs> it's been a long time since I walked in the moonlight. Also, let's <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much, Jerry at the beach. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I will see you guys soon. Goodbye. Peace out.